This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. Oh my gosh, guys, it's another attack of the sand. And I've sort of, as Spooko Studios spreads its tentacles through all um, areas of the media, podcasting, Instagram account, probably imminent, you know, Hollywood footprint just around the corner. Um, I'm often scrapping and scrambling for more brilliant ideas to help that octopus spread its tentacles as broadly as possible. And we often come back to the theme of sand. And when I say the theme of sand, it's not a sophisticated enough idea to even describe as a theme. But we're under attack from sand at the moment. So today will be a slightly slightly quicker spooko than we're usually accustomed to. And I'm going to jump in right here because one of the main causes of sand or stress in adult lives, Mm. especially when you're a parent, Mm. are your children. Mm. And here's the thing that people don't actually tell you about kids when they have kids and they're selling you on the idea of having kids. (laughs) Oh, they do, totally. And absolutely, you love your kids. You would do anything for your kids. You would step in front of bullets for your kids. They are amazing, but at the same time, sometimes they're dickheads and it's really annoying. (laughs) Like sometimes that's just a thing. And the reason why I bring that up is because that's the premise of today's film. And it's a horror comedy. We haven't done a horror comedy in a while, maybe not since uh, like Jennifer's body. And I saw it last night and it was fucking wild. So today, let's just get straight into it because the sand is coming in and I think today's movie might actually be quite cathartic. Today we're doing a film from 2017 starring Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair called Mum and Dad. Sick. Riley tonight? With Riley. Your grandparents are coming for dinner tonight, remember? Awesome. Grandpa telling us disgusting Vietnam stories. Take my advice, don't ever have kids. Everything just revolves around you, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Buddy, no, 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 watch this, no, watch this. You're doing well, you're doing brilliantly well. What's going on? Mommy, mommy's here. Are you two all right? We're not coming out, okay? You have to leave. You're going to help us, let's go! This is a really great idea, honey. I forgot your parents. That was tonight. <laughs> Taking a commonplace feeling to its logical extreme is one awesome horror movie idea generating matrix, I think. 
And that feeling when you might be rumbling with your child and you accidentally get like an elbow in the ear or like that bang on the nose that makes you go bing and you just involuntarily have the red mist come down of like you like for about two or three seconds just seeing Nicolas Cage (laughs) take a ball to the back of the head when he's off trying to do something else at the start was a really disturbingly accurate moment of like what? So I'm going to say this is one of the better horror films I've seen in a while. It's it's absolutely a comedy and it might not come across in this Wikipedia synopsis. So I'll just briefly explain the comedic elements come from the fact that they really do play up the fact that mm. even though what's actually happening and I'll explain what's happening is either supernatural mm. or scientific and it's not just parents deciding they've had enough. It, there is this underlying theme about how having children means parents often have to, you know, put their own mm you know, lives aside, at least for a small amount of time, you know, or or sometimes, you know, for the rest of their life. And especially once kids become teenagers, that all that love and care they've given can sort of be thrown back in their face in a way that feels really unfair, right? So so that definitely comes across. Mm. And, And also the other thing that I think is really amazing, like you just said, is from the beginning, And like I said in a previous episode, some horror films don't tell you what it's about. This horror film from the get-go is like, it's about mums and dads that start killing their kids. So it's like, you know it's going to happen, right? You know, going into this movie, you know what's going to happen. So from the beginning of this film, it's so well done. They just ramp up the tension. So in like everyday play, like a dad sort of like tickling his son, there's just something so creepy and fucked about it in this film. It is just unbelievably Mm. well made so anyway let's start with uh the beginning of this film it starts with a mother like an unidentified mother putting music on for a child as she sets her car on railroad tracks (laughs) and leaves the child in the car to die so that's just a it's a beginning vignette of the film then we cut to the ryan's family and we've talked about nicholas cage going off the rails he's great in this selma blair is amazing in this she is the mvp i reckon she just kills it she's just so darkly funny in this film it's it you just kind of have to see her performance anyway so the ryan's are a family of four with a strained relationship brent who's nicholas cage the father does not approve of his daughter carly's new boyfriend damon he's also like he used to have this like hotted up car and he talks about how he used to be this like total player and now he works in a machine reselling office. So a ninja. And- All right. So like we're not on his side. Like, No, we're not on his side, but we also are like, you don't necessarily empathize with him, but there's, there's range to his character. Yeah. So Carly considers her mother Kendall out of touch. Now, Kendall, obviously Selma Blair is the mum who basically gave up her career to have the kids. And there's this heartbreaking scene where she goes back to her old job. We don't know exactly what it is, mm. but the old boss is like a bit of a sleaze. And she's like, hey, remember how like any time I wanted to come back, you'd let me back in? And he's like, well, that was 15 years ago. And she's like, yeah, that was the whole point of any time. And he's like, basically, no. And then she's back in her car and she's fucking sobbing. Like, it is like, it's played for laughs, but it's also like completely fucked up. (laughs) Meanwhile, Carly fights with her younger brother, Josh. Josh is the youngest and he's kind of innocent. He's only eight. Um, And she's also currently upset about cancelling her plans with her boyfriend that night because her grandparents are visiting. Now this whole movie takes place in the space of like maybe 18 hours. Nice. While Carly's at school, radios and TVs are seen suddenly transmitting unexplained static. 
the effect is seen immediately as the Ryan's housekeeper. So they've got a housekeeper. Mm. Uh, they also make a like a really fun joke at the start where you know the grandparent has talked about how he was in Vietnam, and then the mum's like, "Oh, sorry, we shouldn't talk about that." And the housekeeper's like, "I'm Chinese." <laughs> 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 So the effect is seen as the Ryan's housekeeper murders her own daughter in front of a horrified Josh. And then we see a mob of parents rushing to Carly's school. At first, they're just sort of waiting outside the doors before school ends. And, you know, there's that, there's that point in the trailer where it's like, wow, it's like they're waiting for a buffet. But they're just very menacingly waiting for their kids. And everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? And then a mob of parents just start rushing into the school. And then, like, there's this free-for-all scene where parents are, like, strangling their kids. They're, like, stabbing their kids. They're just, And they're only for their own kids, right? Uh, they're yeah. not trying to kill anybody. It's literally they're just laser-focused on their kids to kill them. And then go about their... That's the other thing. It's like, they're still the same person. They're not zombies, but they just have to kill their kids. And once they kill the kids, they just go back about normal life. Like, that's the way whatever this static is works in this film. Sick. So Carly sees one classmate being stabbed by his mother with a set of car keys. There's also this whole thing about suburbia coming through it as well. And I think the, the car keys is, is very much a pointed reference. Yeah, cool. After he scales a fence to reach her. So Carly escapes with her friend Riley, whose mother strangles her when the two girls are at Riley's house. And it's, again, it's a fucked scene. Carly runs home in terror and finds Damon, who has killed his father in self-defense. So Damon is her boyfriend. The boyfriend, yeah, yeah. Telling Carly that the parents only want to kill their own kids, he accompanies her home to get Josh safe because she knows Josh is still at home. He also yes. makes this point at one point where he's like, lucky my parents separated because that immediately doubled my chances of survival. Because he only had to deal with his oh, dad. because you don't have to go one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, so, but so, like, his mum's theoretically on a flight from wherever she lives to head over to come kill him. Yeah, well, exactly, right? And, and we don't know. But yep. all they, they're just in survival mode. So Kendall, mm. meanwhile, goes to the hospital where her sister Jeannie is giving birth. So the whole time they're like, is Jeannie going to give birth today? And oh, you're just no. like, oh, fuck. But the static transmits just after the birth, causing her to attempt to kill her newborn daughter Ugh. as Kendall tries to save her. So Kendall escapes with the baby. The baby, like, it's fucked. And there's a moment where it's like, oh, my God, are they going to kill this baby? The hospital staff save her and they're like, we have to take her to safety. And then it cuts to the newborn wing where all the babies are like locked in this room and you can see all these dads just staring in murderously at their Uh, newborn babies. And it is completely fucked. That's upsetting. Kendall escapes the hospital after seeing television reports of the mass hysteria. She hears this radio report being like, if you are a parent, do not go home. I know it is your instinct to save your children, but do not go home. They are safest away from her. But then she hears the static on the radio and she heads home to protect her kids. But you don't know if she's heard it or not at this moment. And they do a really good job of being like, is Kendall going to protect them or or kill them? So seeing Carly at home with Damon, the hysteria overtakes Brent. So basically Brent comes home. He knocks Damon out with this like palm. He just goes like, bam, like straight to the face. And so Damon's out cold on the floor and then he attacks Carly. And it's like actually is just trying to kill Carly any way she can. So Kendall, having been exposed to the static, joins him when she gets home, and Carly and Josh lock themselves in the basement. 
Brent and Kendall use a power saw to try and get through the door. But Josh, who's pulled out a gun that the Brent, the dad, Nicholas Cage, who kept outside and shoots through the door and shoots the mum and grazes her. And then there's this amazing moment where she's like, really? You bought a fucking gun? Like your midlife crisis? And it's like, because they're just basically having like parent conversations. Yeah, because they're not zombies. They're no, like, they're not they're, zombies. They just had a switch flicked. The the classic insanity switch of the, the kill your child switch. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a moment on a new, they cut to a news report. So it's like, one of the strongest, you know, feelings every parent has is to protect their kids. Mm. What if someone's created a way to just reverse that feeling? And so everything else is about you is the same, but your number one thought is I need to kill my kids in any way possible. This is another old media film as well. Like name one television show you've watched live in the last five years. Like, <laughs> you know. uh, well, a lot of the Siphon American sport. presidential uh, yes. yep. coverage. Yep. Yep. Except that. Okay, so Kendall and Brent bonding over their shared philicidal desire, so their shared mm. desire to kill a kid. So for the first time in this film as well, this is where they're bonding, and it's like <laughs> this weirdly, darkly, comically sweet moment. They run a hose from the oven's gas pump to the basement to poison the kids, and you hear Nicolas Cage be like, great idea, honey, love you so much, this is amazing. Um, and then they just wait by the door to be like, let's wait, and they'll eventually die, it'll take them a little while. Um, let's just chat about old times while we wait for our kids to die from gas. But when Carly sees the gas, she rigs up a trap with matches at the door and hides Josh in the ventilation system. So they get out of there. So mm. Brent then cuts the lock off when he decides the kids are dead, opens the door. This trap, it's kind of like Home Alone as well, Sick. ignites the gas, triggering an explosion that knocks the parents out and awakens Damon. Damon helps Carly and Josh evade the parents, but Kendall awakens. St- oh my God, then this is, the, this is one of the most gross scenes in the thing. They manage to lock Kendall in a cupboard upstairs mm. with their backs to it, but then uh, Kendall gets one of the coat hangers, undoes it, puts it through the opening, and manages to stab uh, Damon right through the cheek, like Ugh. right through the cheek, through the cheek, out of his <laughs> mouth, which allows Kendall to escape, and then they chase them again. <laughs> This is a fun movie, actually. I've got to say, it's grim, but it's super fun. Uh, As the parents close in on their kids, the doorbell rings. When Brent opens the door... Now, remember at the start, they said our our grandparents are coming to stay? Oh, yeah, the Vietnam vet. And they have this amazing moment where it's like, oh, fuck, that was tonight. They show up and he's like, mom and dad, we're a bit busy. But obviously... They've come to kill him, yeah. So they immediately, like, mace him and start stabbing him. Like, they're both like, we are just going to fucking kill Brand. <laughs> Everyone chases one another through the house. Josh evades Brand, who attempts to hide from his father in the garage. Kendall chases Carly and hits her on the head before her mother-in-law knocks her out and has this amazing moment where the mother-in-law's basically like, you're a shit daughter-in-law. Kendall's not even a real name. <laughs> <laughs> So Brent starts the car and crashes it, killing both his parents and knocking himself out. Kendall prepares to finish Carly off, but Damon knocks her out with a shovel. Kendall and Brent wake up to find themselves restrained in the basement with Carly, Josh and Damon watching them. They continue to exhibit symptoms of the hysteria and the kids to refuse to let them go. Kendall tearfully tells the children she loves them and Brent confides that we love you, but sometimes we just want to... 
And then that's the end, end of the, of the film. film. Yes, 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 yes. That's really, really fun. Was it at a, was it at a svelte 88 minutes? Was it a super fast little run? It was so quick. I think it's actually like 86 minutes. Sick. It was it had everything you want out of a horror film. And it was it was actually pretty funny. It was very creepy. There were moments where I was very disturbed. And the ending was great. Like everything, like I liked the premise. They gave they gave me enough, but didn't over explain it mum and dad like honestly one of the top 10 films we've done on spooko i would say without a doubt love it uh this was recorded at fbi studios please like subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can and resh's what's up